we have reached a milestone. Episode 50 of Religio Sanity. Happy golden anniversary, Reverend Andrew. Thank you, Peter. And thank you for your patience and everything. No, that's it's been uh, 50. Uh, can yeah. you believe this? When, when we started, we were thinking like doing few. Yeah. Like maybe trying it out, uh, maybe a dozen. I mean, we're just getting started, really. I mean, this is not, we shouldn't be yeah, congratulating yeah, yeah. ourselves. And, and, yeah, and I, I, I want to really, you know, we, 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 we were wandering in politics and current events, yes. and, uh, but also current events 3,000 years old yeah. <laughs> and yes. other things. So that's that, that what it makes it interesting, at least from my perspective. And I hope the, some people are finding it interesting. Uh, well, I've learned yeah, so yeah. much yeah. just myself. So, yeah. so and, and this time I thought that we can chat about returning to nature, so, yes. you know, and, and something like it's that. It's summertime and, and, right now. And, and, and religion. And I, I spent the whole week or almost whole week week uh, in upstate New York and uh, photographing birds uh, and trying to photograph birds. It's yeah. not that easy, you know. I, I think that they have almost like an extra sense. And as soon as you <laughs> aim and lens at them, they would take off and be gone. You know, <laughs> as, as silly as some people might think that sounds, I don't think that that's that silly. I, think there's I, something I know that. for sure that they have very sharp eyes. Yeah. You know, absolutely sharp eyes because that's uh, how they survive. Yeah. You know, they hunt, uh, they, they pack, uh, they, they are able amazingly to fly in between the branches, for yeah. instance, of the forest, which, uh, you know, I cannot imagine you running that fast right. through the forest. You, you know, you have to have very quick wit. Yes. Uh, for that. And, and they are just amazing in, in doing it. And uh, so I've done that the uh, last few days. Now how long um, have you been doing this, though? Are you, are you just... I, I'm observing. I started like two years ago. That's it? Uh, and I'm not an expert, but I've been simply going outside. And when I am walking outside, I tend to overexercise when I'm just walking say yeah. and so when i have a lens on my camera uh, i need to slow down <laughs> i'm barely walking more standing and listening and watching that's the other thing that the best way of seeing birds is first to listen for them yeah that way you uh, you uh, can recognize what bird you are looking for, for instance, what might be the direction, especially if they are hiding somewhere in the foliage. Yeah. So that's um, that's the way I'm doing it, you know. And and therefore, then I'm not uh, rushing through the woods all sweaty, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> strolling through the woods very very slowly and and looking carefully around listening to every single sound uh, and trying to figure out where it is coming from and uh, whether i can and have a chance of aiming my lens at them and mm -hmm. and and taking a, uh, a picture 
So, that's, so it's like uh, a full sensory experience. You're yeah, using yeah, yeah, your ears. Yeah. You're feeling things. You're seeing and yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's 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 joyful, you know, and seeing the the variety of different calls. Uh, you very soon you recognize how they warn themselves. So you know, if you mm -hmm. hear the warning cry of a bird, you know that you need to. Stay there for quite a while before they kind of ease out and, and start mm -hmm. behaving normally because otherwise they are hiding. Oh wow! Uh, and and they share those warning calls across species. Is that right? Also, yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's um, and and some birds, some species are bolder. Some are less, and mm. it does not depend on the size of the bird, or you mm. know whether it is a bird of prey or just a uh, vegetarian <laughs> bird, mm -hmm. you know, or mm -hmm. the uh, herbivore bird. Um, it, it they they are all different, you know, and and that's uh, in, enjoyable and. Uh, so that's uh, and and then there is an intersection with religion. Uh, of course, because you have augury, which was an uh, ancient way of divination from the birds. Yeah. And also, um, you have uh, monotheistic uh, prejudice against it, you know, mm. or strong feelings against this uh, augury or something like that. And uh, Josephus, uh, for instance, has a famous uh, Passage uh, in his uh, Contra Apionem, that's against Apion. Uh, it's an, his, his apologetic of Judaism or Jewish people uh, in the Hellenistic period. And he portrays, or he is quoting there an author which no one really knows who he was because uh, he is quoting from something which. Uh, uh, did not survive and is very unlikely that it came from that author. Uh, it is Hecateus of Abdera. Uh, and uh, that is most likely not. He is quoting an incident where the Jewish uh, mercenary is uh, marching with. Uh, I think Ptolemaic uh, army, or maybe Alexander the Great army, and uh, suddenly the whole column stops because they are stopped by one of the augurs who saw specific bird on their track, and that augur wants to observe that bird so that can give the proper guidance mm. uh, to, to the general. And this uh, Jewish uh, guy who is a marvelous archer, but is employed as an, a horse keeper, I think, or something like that is there, uh, simply rush, uh, rushes to, to the front, takes his, uh, takes his bow and shoots the bird, mm. killing it instantly. And uh, then has this kind of uh, monotheistic argument saying, you know, why do you ask this bird 
uh, about the future if that bird was unable to predict its own future that here I am mm. taking a bow and shooting it if he was uh, if that bird was that good in in knowing the future that bird would not come there mm. okay and you, you, you know this is exactly that kind of uh, very simplistic almost painful way uh, Judaism and Christianity in 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 consequence mm -hmm. you know treated all these uh, I would call environmental but partly spiritual uh, abilities or sensitivities mm -hmm. uh, Yes, in, in that naked superstitious way, they were probably really thinking, some of the Greek, Roman and other pagans were really thinking that the, those birds knew the future. But that is not how the true logic of that event. Within the context of their worldview, it actually did not go that way. It, it was the birds knew the future because they were flying in between the sky and earth, in, the, in between the domain of gods and mm -hmm. domain of human beings. Mm -hmm. And that way they were able to predict future, you know, because they heard, they listened into divine counsel and could uh, make their own decisions based upon it and from their own decisions, uh, human beings could discern what was the future. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And, and here you see that it is really distorted by this uh, apologetic against yes. it. Because that bird never really knew, say, anything about its own future. Uh, that is not an argument any ogre would make. Mm -hmm. So it is this kind of uh, short circuit almost in, in the argument, which is uh, taking a relatively well thought through worldview, is picking certain features of it, yes. And then ridiculing it on those special features, which mm -hmm. are taken out of context and distorted, mm -hmm. and then ridiculed in the distortion and are dismissed as completely wrong. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, it's so unjust uh, to it. And there are several layers there, you know, which are scary when you think about it. First of all, that the militarism and, and use of bows and, and it's taken as an argument. You know, that's uh, violence is accepted. It's mm -hmm. all right to be a mercenary, <laughs> for instance. That's, that's one thing. Uh, and uh, divination is rejected by using a demagoguery. Really, that's what it is, you know, taking certain features, uh, blowing them out of proportions, mm -hmm. making them ridiculous, and then dismissing them for that. Uh, uh, and argument by violence is here used. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that subjectivity of animals is being ridiculed. Mm -hmm. So what really matters is only us humans. Mm -hmm. 
and and all of that is just a complex where I can I, I just feel that what went wrong with our religion mm. two thousand years ago already. You know, I'm not saying because there were Saint Francis and and others, uh, you know, who saw it differently. Yeah. But it's almost like it, they're the exception. But they are almost the exception. Yeah, yeah exactly as you are saying. So uh, here you have this struggle within our faith. And, and, and these are almost like our inherited sins mm. we are still carrying with yes. ourselves. And yes. uh, because, you know, we are still, they were still using horses to get from one place to another, for mm. instance. They were using animals as... Uh, as, as their helpers or until now on airports and, and elsewhere we are using say dogs for their skills mm-hmm. of sniffing out drugs or the finding out criminal <laughs> you know and, and these other things uh, we, we are trusting uh, mm-hmm. animals around us for their better sense of what is going on mm-hmm. and the same thing can be said about the uh, about the birds you you, you see the white geese uh, migrating and you know <laughs> that mm-hmm. uh, the season is changing mm-hmm. and you can predict how quickly it is going to change based upon where the birds are coming and when they are coming and how fast they migrate, for instance, and so on and so forth. So uh, it, it is just that kind of mechanical approach to the world, mm-hmm. which, which is really painful and is in, in quite deep contrast with the, when you start observing the birds, say, mm-hmm. or nature around yourself. You, you recognize how much there is we can still learn and which can help us to um, to live better lives ourselves and in harmony with nature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know the argument that Mosulam is making that, that that's that Jewish guy who shot that uh, uh, ibis or whatever it was that bird there that argument can be taken up absurdum. I can ridicule him also saying, you know, by killing all the roosters, are you going to postpone the break of the dawn? Yes. Yeah, 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 you know, you are not. It's going to come. Because roosters are not uh, bringing it. Mm -hmm. They are just telling us Mm -hmm. that on the east horizon before our eyes notice anything they mm-hmm. uh, they they have or at least some people think that the uh, rooster's eyes are more sensitive towards mm-hmm. the changes of brightness mm. and and they they see the change of brightness before we see it on an eastern horizon and and so they start uh, crying you know welcoming the morning and, and by killing that bird, you are not going to postpone it. Mm-hmm. You are only depriving yourself of knowing it a few moments earlier than, than you yourself would be. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you, you know, that is where I, I feel some sadness that, you know, in our religious tradition, this is uh, reality. 
and also an, an urge to try to balance it or fix it by being yeah. more open and uh, say discovering in the biblical tradition itself say uh, some tones which can contrabalance that it seems like there are also yeah. parts that people would cite that say like animals are are here to serve us you know like like that's aren't you always constantly battling the scales of that side of it you know serving is all right if it is within like because you know we human beings are serving each other and it's all right mm -hmm. if it is done respectfully and with appreciation mm -hmm. what is really painful is when uh, say other creatures or other human beings are being objectified yeah when they are made into an object rather than a creature which uh, with whom we can have a relationship and with from whom we can learn mm -hmm. and with whom we can be in a mutual relationship which can benefit all of us mm -hmm. you know me as well as you or as well as the horse or as well as the bird or mm -hmm. and, and and learn from one another and and there are certain so there is this constant clash within our faith tradition or our religious tradition of this objectifying because you know it's dangerous it could be defying the, those creatures or whatever of course not you know, but that is that kind of simplistic approach of, of, of monotheism in its, uh, you know, you must not, uh, you, you, know, you know, trust other creatures because mm -hmm. uh, that would mean that you are making them into deities, you know, or something like that. But on the other hand, there is this broader understanding and, and broader heart coming from the deeper layers of our faith, which recognizes this. And uh, that's what I am trying, you know, to lift up from our tradition, yeah. these older uh, and, you know, in Book of Job, in that beautiful hymn of creation, there is who endowed the ibis with wisdom mm -hmm. and gave the rooster his intelligence. Mm -hmm. And here you have this appreciation of mm -hmm. uh, of creatures around us and recognizing that they have insights we might not have. Like we take for granted that dogs have better smell than we. Mm -hmm. You know, why should not we recognize that uh, eyes of some birds are more, are better yeah. Yeah. In, in discerning certain things or with, with their sense of magnetism, they can conduct or do through all those long migrations some yeah. of them you know and uh, and and other things uh, so stepping away from objectifying them and recognizing them with all their gifts and 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 uh, all their beauty and yeah. uh, and I, I, I'm losing now even words, you know, how to describe it, uh, you know, that, that awe you, you can feel when, when you encounter them. And uh, 
modern photography is enabling me, for instance, yeah. to really focus directly on an eye of a bird. Yeah, yeah. And then you recognize that, yes, that bird is watching you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Through know? the side, like, you know, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I was nearby, there, there was a uh, chick of a robin still learning to fly. I saw that picture, yes. Uh, and when you really focus, you know, or blow up that particular uh, mm. picture, I can see myself with my <laughs> camera. That's funny. On an eye of that bird. Wow. And that tells you, you, yeah. you, you know, that there is a uh, creature. Yeah. There is an anima. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. uh, you, you know, that life-giving essence yeah. there. Yes. Uh, which is, I'm observing that bird. Yes. And that bird is observing me. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm probably frightening it, yeah. which I feel sorry for yeah. <laughs> and I don't want because I want to take a, just a picture. Yeah. But it is for its own survival that it is frightened mm -hmm. because, you know, there are too many hunters in America mm -hmm. who have nothing to do better than just go around and shoot anything what moves. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And that bird might not be able to recognize that this big black thing in my hand mm -hmm. is it's a friendly. camera and a long lens <laughs> yeah. and not a gun, <laughs> you know, but uh, it, 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 this is just my thinking about my uh, most recent experience and, and a little bit of uh, ancient uh, anthropology, history yeah. and religion. You know? and, and, and you're making me think that this is really about how we haven't yet really confronted our approach to our power mm -hmm. you know yeah. and and we haven't um we haven't really faced that head on and re and we're more powerful than all the animals and we and we, we have leaned into that and almost our religion has has helped that leaning in instead of that mm -hmm. instead of instead of what you're trying to say that you need to find those passages and find those those parts where it's not about that and and highlight the the exceptions in our in our uh, faith tradition that were gentle and were mm -hmm. and were appreciative of mm -hmm. of those things and and connect to it like you're saying uh, I think that the, simply our religion went through a spasm, almost. Mm. You, you know, firstly there was this uh, religious lay, layout where human beings were not the most powerful, and they needed to be afraid of mm -hmm. all the other much larger creatures and elephants or mammoths and bears right. and all the other things, and to live in respect and fear then we became ever more powerful because of our tools and, yeah. and everything and the mastery and knowledge uh, of everything and in that period there was a reasonable understanding to to say those creatures around us you don't need to be scared of them 
or they are not divine, so don't worship them. And we went almost like up extremists here, you know, to, 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 to that that swing swung all the way to the other direction where we just defied ourselves only. And everything else became just objects of our mastery. Yes, exactly. But that's an hubris. Mm -hmm. And and we are realizing it with an environmental and ecological catastrophe all around us. Mm -hmm. uh, because the world is biological, it's not mechanical. And if we treat that uh, mechanically or chemically, not biologically, mm -hmm. with full reverence and gentleness, then we are putting ourselves in a great danger. Mm. And, and for me, aesthetics, beauty, uh, poetry are the ways and, and faith but of a different kind not this uh, faith which is just focused only on human beings but yeah. which has broader heart and openness towards the nature around us and it's not seeing it as an, as an enemy or uh, what would be the word for it? Uh, as in competition for our religious dotting on God. Mm. That we are not dotting on, I'm not dotting on that Robin, but I recognize it's being a creature as I am. Yeah. And being a creature of the Lord as I am. Yeah. And, and so trying to get that pendulum which swung all the way to one side you know trying to get it into a closer to a balanced position mm -hmm. and uh, recognizing that so you know that's and that's a, a hard hard task but it it seems like there's so much uh, spiritual reward in that mm -hmm. so much tranquility so yeah. much connection to nature there. Thank you for bringing this yeah. to us. And happy 50. <laughs> yes. <laughs> happy 50 episode. Until next time.